From 8th Street to 8 Mile Road, from I-5 to Highway 99, Podcast Stockton. The show all about the great life in Stockton, California. This is Podcast Stockton. Welcome to Podcast Stockton, episode 84 for March 24th, 2014. I'm Susan Spraker. And I'm Matt Beckwith. Welcome back to all of our returning listeners. If this is your first time listening to Podcast Stockton, thanks for checking out the show. On this week's episode, Matt, you sat down with Eric Kenny. Yeah, also known as Thunderman. If you have been to a Thunder game, then you certainly know who this person is. Sits up in section 204. And he's the one with all the makeup and the bright siren on top of his helmet. He is uh, very well known at Thunder Games, although, as uh, he will talk about, he is not an employee of the Stock and Thunder. He is just an absolute huge fan of the Stock and Thunder. And Matt and I talk about the new macaroon store in town, Macaronage. I am joined today by Eric Thunderman Kenny. If you go to Thunder Games, you certainly know who Thunderman is. But for those of you that don't go to Thunder Games, shame on you. Get yourself to a Thunder Game. Eric Thunderman Kenny is what some people would describe as a super fan. He's the one out there all decked out in Thunder gear, getting the crowd totally pumped for Stockton Thunder. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop describing you and ask you, how do you describe yourself as Thunderman? When it comes to Thunderman, I guess the easiest way I can describe myself is I'm just an average ordinary fan who loves to splash a little paint. I love it. An average ordinary fan as you sit here in studio in full Thunderman gear. You have the Thunderman jersey, the gloves, the wig, the helmet with the siren. The face paint, that that is probably a little more than the average fan. You are a super fan. And everyone that I know that goes to Thunder Games, this season especially, knows who you are. Uh, Now let's dispel the myth. Are you a part of the Stockton Thunder organization? I am not. I I have no ties as far as employment to the Thunder. I am just simply a fan. Okay, then how did you get started being Thunder Man? It actually started out, I was at a game and there were a lot of Raider fans that had happened to come up at the game and they were dressed up and I had already been wearing just a regular wig and one of the replica jerseys and I had seen a couple of the people had paint on their face and I thought, you know, that's kind of cool. I want to try that and it just kind of, I've sat at my house and went over everything just trying to figure out how I was going to paint up my face and um my wife actually helped me out we're we're both diehard WWE fans and you know my wife was watching it back in the 80s and she's well I was like well what about the ultimate warrior and so we just came up and I said okay so we painted it up and looked good wore it the very next game and everybody liked it yeah, you are certainly a hit at uh, every Thunder game that I have been to. And uh, as, as we ask people that uh, go to games, like I said, everybody everybody knows about Thunder Man. Um, for, the, for our listeners that haven't gone to a Thunder game, tell, me a, uh, tell us what you do during the game besides 
watch the game and, and cheer on the, the the home team. What is it? What what else is going on during the game for you? For me, there's a lot. I I try to get the fans as pumped up into and into the game as I can. Um, every once in a great while, they'll have a really big event come up, um, like the teddy bear toss mm-hmm. and stuff like that, where I will actually be able to go ahead and distribute by throwing t-shirts out to the fans. And, uh, it was it, this last one that we had, um, let me see, it was teddy bear toss. There's been a couple of different occasions now. Paint the ice you were... uh, The paint the ice, I threw shirts, right. There were actually about two or three now that I've actually done it. Um, This last time, I actually went up into the suites, way up above all the rest of the crowd, and I just let it rain shirts on the crowd for a little bit. Um, If you were at the game and you didn't get any of the shirts, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I I sit... uh, My wife and I typically sit in 207, so when... When they um, throw shirts from the Zamboni or shoot them, we, we never get them because they don't make them over the net, <laughs> right. way over there. So it's always good to have, um, it's, it's always good to have you out there throwing shirts and everybody just, I don't know, something about somebody dressed up like you're dressed up with a handful of t-shirts and the crowd goes nuts. <laughs> they um, see me coming and they love it. <laughs> yeah. Now before you. Um, before you were doing this, a number of years before you were doing this, the the Thunder had a guy that used to come out, and his name was Cameron. It was Cam Cam, the super fan, and he used to go to games and and get people jazzed up. He didn't dress up like you; he was just a guy. Um, but as I understand it, right, he was that. That's a paid promotional thing, right? Right. And so, how do you how do you feel that that differs from from what you do? For. Cameron to come in, Cameron basically, he had an agreement and was given rules that he had to follow. For me, I still have rules that I need to follow, um, but there's not as many because of the fact that I just basically am trying to help out and keep keep the fans in the game. Yeah. You know, keep them interested in the game. And doing what I do, that's not hard to do. When did you attend your first Stockton Thunder game? The latter part of the 2006 season. All right, so that was the second season. The second season in, yes. And what's your experience with hockey before the Thunder? Nothing. Nothing, okay. Born and raised in Chicago and (laughs) diehard, you know, all diehard Blackhawk fans out there and no interest in hockey at all. So what what prompted you to go to a hockey game if you didn't if you weren't really into the sport to begin with? My wife and I received a pair of tickets for her birthday. Okay. And we we're we were kind of iffy at first about it, but then we went and we actually had a blast and we've been hooked ever since. Yeah. And uh currently uh, you're a season ticket holder. Yes. And you sit in which section? Section 204. And you're right there at the corner, which is a good spot, and everybody gets to see you, and everybody walks by, and I see them high-fiving you and stuff. Uh, what, what's been the fan reaction um, from your perspective since you've been dressing up as Thunderman? It's taken off. Yeah? It has. It's, it's been phenomenal. Um, when I started it in, in the 2006 season, or sorry, when I started it last season, um, everybody was just starting to kind of take a liking to it. 
Yeah. And then the season came to an end um, and with the playoffs. And uh, the beginning of this season, I was I was kind of second guessing myself. Do I let do I bring Thunderman back or do I just let it go? Mm. And I just decided give it the old college try, yeah. throw the paint on one time, see how it see how it would do. And it just took off. Yeah. Again, I mean, it was, it was as if the flame was never extinguished. It was just turned down. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. And uh, I see on Facebook, and I see from other, you know, people that used to watch at the game. Everybody wants to get a picture with Thunderman. Exactly. And, uh, is it is it safe to assume that you that you welcome that? Because I have never seen you, you know, shun people away or turn them down. Nope, I I will take a picture with you no matter when, during the game, after the game, um, after most of the pretty much most of the home games that we have, I actually go over to the hotel, yeah, um, where they do the fan, uh-huh. the the signing of the players, and I actually hang out there for quite a while, and I still do I still take photographs over there. Yeah, yeah, I've seen. Uh, I've seen lots of people go up and take pictures with you, and it's uh, you become very recognizable um, in the stands. What's been the reaction from the Thunder organization? The Thunder organization, in my opinion, I think they actually like it. Yeah. Um, the a lot of the ushers, a lot of the office staff, um, they've they've come to know who I am, what I do, and they'll actually keep an eye out for me just to make sure that I'm okay. And and stuff like that. And if I happen to be walking and there's someone that's trying to get my attention, they'll, hey, guess he's, he's this, you have a fan over here that's trying to get your attention and just kind of help out. Yeah. Okay. Well, Thunderman, in addition to hanging out at Thunder Games, you also uh, occasionally get to don the Thunderman gear outside of the arena. Tell, tell, tell us about uh, some of the other appearances that, that you get to make. A lot of the other appearances um, I'll do for um, some of the the Stockton Thunder Booster Club has events. And I actually will show up at some of their events um, in full gear, of course. Uh, I'm trying to do more along the lines of um, the out the outside stuff that the that the Thunder do, that the Thunder do. Excuse me. And, uh, you know, like they're the Chase Chevrolet appearances that they have and such. Just trying to help, to make appearances and, and just get out there more with the team. Yeah, and you mentioned before we started recording that uh, every once in a while you get a request to do an appearance at a birthday party. What's that like? I, actually, I have yet to I have yet to get to actually show up at a birthday oh. party yet. <laughs> but you're being I, asked. I have been asked to make an appearance um, at the Oak Park Ice Arena where the Thunder actually practice. So this it'll be actually the, it'll be interesting to see if I can make it with you know, with the crazy schedule I have now. It'll be interesting. Yeah, and um, did, you know, did you ever think that? You know, the first time you you put on the the makeup and everything, did you think that you would get this reaction from the fans at the games and have people ask you to come to their birthday party afterward? I hoped for it. Yeah. But I didn't think it was going to be accepted as quickly as it did. Yeah. You're you're not the only person at at home games that wears paint on your face. I, I would say I, I would assume, I think I should say, because I don't go to as many games as you go to. But 
are you the most consistent? Because I see people with face painting. I see people decked out in different different ways. But uh, is it fair to say you might be the most consistent? I can tell you I cannot walk into the arena for a home game without my paint on. (laughs) (laughs) I get more people complaining when I do it now. If I show up without the paint or without the helmet anything one thing if one thing is off the fans notice it and did you did you make the helmet no the helmet is actually i purchased it from a company out of detroit um does it has the stockton thunder logo on the on the front it says stockton thunder on either side um and then a smaller stockton thunder logo on the back yeah the thunder man that you see across the brim is actually uh my wife is a scrapbooker And um, when I first ordered the helmet, it actually just had my first name, Eric, on it because Thunderman didn't exist yet. Yeah. And when Thunderman came about, I asked her if she can make me a a new nameplate for it. And so she added the the lettering for me in in gold, of course, to match the team colors. Yeah. And then with the light on the top, it's it's what they call a monster beacon light. It's L it's strictly LED, so it's really super bright. I had a lot of fans that were sitting behind me complaining that it was too bright and they were getting blinded. So I had again my wife make the a back plate out of all cardstock just to kind of cover it up. Yeah. You can still see the LED lights through it, but, but it doesn't blinding. Yeah, it doesn't blind the fans anymore. And who's whose signature? Um who's autograph? That's actually my gosh, who is that? I forgot by now. <laughs> I remember. It's, I know. I can tell you. It's one of the goalies. Uh, I actually had go figure a goal light helmet. I had two goalies sign it, and of course, I didn't use any um, industrial sharpie or anything. Just a regular sharpie. So unfortunately, they've taken to uh, a little bit of rubbing off. Yeah, we can still. I can still. I, I can still notice it. But that's that's brilliant to have. The uh, the back covered, uh, so the people behind you <laughs> when you score because you only turn it on when you when we score, right? I turn it on at the very beginning um, when the team is actually coming out onto the ice. I turn the light on along with the goal judges. Yeah, you know, just gotta light up the arena right. as much as we can. Yeah, um, and then yeah, more important more importantly when the, when there is a goal scored, the light comes on. And more and more people are trying to tell me when I'm out in the crowd throwing T-shirts that I should turn the light on to kind of get the crowd pumped and let them know where I'm at. Hmm. And I'm still kind of working on that idea. I just, the light has always meant goal for yeah. me. So I just, I'm just not too sure if I want to go with that route yet. I like, I like that, that you're, you're, you want to say true to the game. Exactly. Yeah, that makes, that makes absolute sense. What, um... Do you have a favorite? Uh, you, you have a favorite player with the Thunder? I wouldn't. Uh, with the, with the recent flurry of transactions that we've had, yeah, I will honestly say that my one favorite, my one honest, true favorite, was Mike Dalhusen. Hmm. Okay. Um, unfortunately, he has recently been traded. Um, so now I go back to my, my default favorite, which is everybody on the team. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So, and that's just, it's not 
trying to be you know negative toward the team or anything or, or toward any one player. Um, I have guys that I get along with quite well um, outside of the outside of the arena that I talk to mm-hmm. and you know and such but I do I, I if it weren't for the team, I would be out of yeah, yeah my own little yeah, entertaining yeah. world yeah. So, um, so I just, I just leave it as, as a blanket. I like the entire team. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, what about a memorable game? Do you have a, you have a, a very memorable game or event, uh, or something that happened at a, at a, at a Thunder game? Um, actually, I don't even remember the date of it, but it was the very first time that I saw Cameron Hughes come to the Stockton arena and do what he does. Oh, really? And that's kind of what inspired, it started the little hamster wheel spinning to get everything going as far as pumping up the crowd. Yeah. All right. That's cool. Uh, do you get any, do you get any negative feedback? Do you get any, uh, any, any fans that don't maybe fans from other teams that, that, uh, come to Stockton, but do you get any local fans that don't like what you're doing or tell them, you know, only when I get in the way when during gameplay. <laughs> oh, okay, <All laughs> that's right. it. As far as you just brought up, as far as the the um like rival team fans, yeah. um, it was an Alaska Aces fan who actually inspired me to get a helmet. Well, hmm. he was one of the people who actually inspired me to get the helmet. Yeah, they have uh, Alaska Aces has a, a helmet man, hmm. and he is. Die hard to the core Aces fan. Just the same as I am. Yeah. And uh yeah. And he came down to Stockton to a game? They come they actually have a very good sized group that comes down every season. Oh. Because they have family and friends here and stuff yeah. like that. And they travel with the team. It's quite it's quite impressive. Oh wow. So. Wow. All right. Well, Thunderman, you don't wake up, roll out of bed, and look the way that you do. It takes some work. Uh, when, you know, how long does it take you to, to get in full Thunderman uh, uh, regalia? In full gear, from head to toe, it takes roughly 45 minutes to an hour to get. Really? It. Yes. And uh, you start with uh, you start with the the yellow makeup, and then you do the white. You put on something. You put something on before it. Or? Nope. Okay. Just just the black and gold and. And then the rest, the and then the jersey goes on after it. And yet, you you do it, you know, you do it freehand. By now, you've done it so many times, you because every time. Yeah, it's it's freehand. It's not, it's not the prettiest. The lines aren't, you know, precise. But hey, and when you're at a game, it looks exactly the same every time. Your product is a hundred percent consistent. And uh, you go when I see you at games. Oftentimes, I see you there with your wife. Yep. Uh, who. Um, does not wear the makeup. <laughs> she does not. I have actually been trying to work her into doing it, but she doesn't. She actually has um, a Thor headpiece that she wears. Oh, yeah. um, it started out as a Halloween costume. We were walking through Walmart one day, and they had all the Thor stuff out there. And it started out as just the gray Thor helmet piece. And she said, well... I like that. And I said, well, we can, you know, she goes, I want to change it. I want to change the coloring though. I want to do it for thunder. <laughs> so we went over, we got the model paint and everything and we just painted and she painted it all up herself. She came up with the complete idea. Um, 
and it's when she wears it it it's actually it, the fans even take notice of it they like yeah. it wow that's pretty cool all right well um eric thunderman thanks so much for coming on to podcast talking and uh for those of you that um have not been to a th- to a thunder game I almost said Thunder Man game. But for those of you that have not been to a Thunder game, again, shame on you because it is, quite frankly, in my opinion, the, the best entertainment and certainly the best entertainment for the price um, in the city of Stockton. But go out to a Thunder game. You will see Thunder Man in all of his gear. Like I said, he sits in Section 204, but you'll see him typically wandering around, right, during the yep. during the game and, um, and go up and take a picture with him and all that. Also, you can find him on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash thunderman204 and uh oh it just it just dawned on me what the 204 was i've said it five times i'm like why 204 oh there you go it's the section uh a little slow on the uptick there but uh thunderman thanks so much for uh for coming on the podcast doctor thank you for having me yeah I, i invite everybody come on out to the arena and check it out it's championship hockey in stockton Have you had a chance to check out the new macaroon store in town, Macaronage? Uh, there, you have pronounced it so many different ways uh, in that one sentence that I'm always confused about what it's actually called. So the actual, it's not really a cookie. It's uh, just some kind of pastry. It's a confection. It's a confection. It's ac- And it's called, uh, pronounce it again. I pronounce it macaroon. I, okay, macaroon. I think that's what they told me there. Because when I went there, I asked them, yes, I've been there. And okay. I asked them, what do you, how do you pronounce this? Because it seems to be, at least in my head, a big a big uh, debate. Or at least I'm a little confused. Uh, I have been there. And then the name of the place is Macaronage, right? Yeah. Um, and I'm, you know, confused about it too. I mean, I wrote a blog post about it and spelled it incorrectly and had someone correct me about the correct spelling. Because, you know, there's not just one kind of macaroon. There's the French macaroon, and then there's like another, you know, different kind of macaroon. So it is rather confusing. Well, I looked it up on Wikipedia, and it said, you know, it normally they'll say, did you mean this or did you mean this? But it said not to be confused with the macaroon, which is the Italian one. Right. So I'm even more confused. But I just call it a little cookie thing. Mm-hmm. But I have been um, to the new macaronage um, at Hammer Ranch. Yes. On uh, Pacific Avenue, and it is—it's pretty good. I'm still trying to figure out exactly. You know, is it a cookie? Like, where does it take? What's its it place? all about? Yeah, is it you drink? Do you eat it with coffee? Do you eat it with with wine? Do you eat it as a dessert? <laughs> um, but I know you're a big fan. You know, I am, and I really stumbled upon it. Um, you know, I'd seen those little cookies or thought they were cookies, but I always thought they were so weird. You know, they came in all these colors, and to me, they look like a little hamburger is what they look like, <laughs> a little slider. And and I would see them at bakeries and, and think, eh, no, and always go for something else, you know, the chocolate or brownie, or I'd always go for something else. So I was in San Francisco about a year ago uh, with a girlfriend, and we were in a bakery, and for whatever reason, I thought that that day, I'm just going to try those. I'm going to try those macaroons. And so I got two or three of them and 
with a coffee. We got him with a coffee and um, took a bite of it. And it was heaven. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. Just loved it. So I was thrilled when in December I'm just driving down Pacific Avenue and I look over and I see this sign that says macaronage and I'm like, oh, could it be? Could we have our own macaroon store right here? And just pulled right in there and and we did and I just thought it was the coolest thing ever. Do you have um do you have some favorite flavors that they have there at the, the local macaronage? Um well I always like salted caramel anything. Um, so those are good. And, um, oh, I was in there recently and they had, uh, a honey lavender flavor that was really cool. That sounds well, tasty. I mean, they have them in every, every flavor. Yeah. I've seen, uh, I think when I went there, they had, uh, they had like a s'more flavor and they had mm-hmm. a dark chocolate one, um, that was really good. They had, it was a green one. I don't know if it was green tea or pistachio, but yeah, pistachio um, is a common flavor. Yeah, it I was. Think. Uh, it, it it was pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty good. And I, I've I, I don't know if it's just in the last several months, but now that these guys have been open, I see uh, macaroons. You notice up. them more? Oh yeah, all over the place. Mm-hmm. Everywhere I go, if I'm out of town, I see a mm-hmm. a place that has them or um, a store like that. Yeah, I even get them at um, they have them at Trader Joe's in the freezer section. You know, and they're, well, they're good. I love them. Yeah. And they're not, uh, they're very, very good, but I wouldn't say they're, um, they're inexpensive. So, uh, no, they're not. They're, they're a treat for sure. They are a treat. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't show up with a, a it, it, it's not a cookie at the, at the cookie. Price, it's not a though. dollar cookie, <laughs> but, but it's not too bad. I mean, what are, I don't, you know, I, I shouldn't say that I know for sure, but I think they're about a dollar 75, maybe a piece or couple bucks but well, they are uh, I think they're worth it they are very good in the um I've been there a couple times they have different flavors it kind of um, rotates and changes yeah, yeah which is nice yeah which is nice so yeah it's pretty cool deal for Stockton I think yeah and um uh, I'm all about uh baked goods or sweet goods so uh the more the more the merrier and I think they're serving uh Stockton coffee in there too I think they're getting coffee from from Jesus. Wow. So that's pretty cool too. Very cool. That's a local situation right there. There you go. Well, that's the um, Macronage. Did I pronounce it right? Macronage. Macronage. They're at uh, Hammer Ranch. Um, it's uh, 7610 Pacific Avenue. They're near the back, near the post office, I guess. Yeah, and Hammer Ranch. Check it out. Yep. And uh, they're also on Facebook. We'll put a link in the show notes, but it's uh, facebook.com slash Macronage by Grace. Thanks for listening to Podcast Stockton. We'd love to hear your feedback. Call or text us on our listener line at 565-3229. Email us at podcaststockton at gmail.com or find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, username Podcast Stockton. And big thanks to Eric Thunderman Kenny for coming into the studio. And if you see him out at a Thunder game, be sure to say hello and tell him that you heard him on Podcast Stockton. Also visit him on Facebook at facebook.com slash thunderman204. 
Also, be sure to visit Macaronage on Pacific Avenue in the Hammer Ranch Shopping Center and on Facebook at facebook.com slash Grace. Links to all of those things will be in the show notes at podcaststockton.com. And coming up next Saturday, March 29th, behind the Stockton Arena, don't forget about the Instant Meat and Local Food Truck Frenzy from 5 to 8 p.m., where all of the Stockton Instagram uh, community, it's a very large community, will be out there uh, in force. And uh, then we'll put links in the show notes to where you can find out about that as well. Until next time, from the podcast Stockton crew, Greg, Manny, Rod, and Matt, make it great, Stockton. Stockton.